What needs to go under the knife to supersize your business? Sharon Horn-Alstrom here. Big bread cutting knife because I like fresh bread. And this is a big piece of recycled stuff because we're going to talk about the idiom, the expression under the knife. Under the knife means, of course, to go under surgery, to go under the knife, to have a surgery on something. It was first recorded in the 1880s. It means to have an operation to have uh, something removed or something operated on or fixed in us that isn't quite right. So what does this have to do with our business? I thought that we would talk about waste in our business because one of the things we want to eliminate or cut out from our business is waste and unnecessary use or loss of resources, etc. So we're going to talk about at least eight ways to reduce, reuse, or recycle things in our business. And maybe we'll, we'll do a couple bonus things about what are areas that you want to look at in your business in terms of things that you might want to cut out and stop doing in your business. So but that, that don't have to do with what, well, I guess they have to do with wasted energy. So they do have to do with waste. So I am one of those people that saves stuff, right? Weird stuff that other people don't to do projects and things with my granddaughter. We save can tops to paint on. We're going to make an abacus for my granddaughter out of these little baby tops. We save caps and corks and all kinds of things to do art projects, right? Old socks to make Barbie clothes, things like that. Because or backdrops for um, packaging and toys that came that we can make puppet show theaters out of and things. I hang out with my granddaughters a lot these days. Why? Because I can and I want to and it makes my heart happy. So I say things like this so that we have things to do for projects. Could I just go out and buy a bunch of craft supplies? Yes, if you were to look uh, in, I have a whole craft room for my granddaughter where we have just, you know, way too much stuff to do crafts of things that we bought and my son has bought for his daughter and things. But I also like to, to teach her that we don't need to waste everything. We can reuse things in our environment for, and we can repurpose them and use them for absolutely totally different things. Well, how does this apply to our business? I have always been, okay, I've always been a saver and a collector. My parents like to tell the Band-Aid box story, but I'm not going to share that today. If you want to know, ask me about that. <laughs> It's it's caused me many years of embarrassment. Every time the family gets together, somebody brings up the Band-Aid box story uh, or other stories, right, pig eggs? So what are eight ways that we can look at reviewing, reducing, either reusing or recycling things from our business? I worked in a lot of businesses, and part of why this is near and dear to my heart is one of the companies I work for, we literally had millions of dollars, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, and in the seven figures of waste every month. We threw away perfectly good products and services because that's just what they had always done. And one of my missions, personal missions that I took on there was, how are we gonna reduce this and eliminate this? And we found different ways to do that. It was, it was almost more work than my regular job there, trying to figure out how to reduce, eliminate, and, you know, reuse or recycle or repurpose a lot of these things that uh, we were we were seeing as waste in that particular, it was an industrial bakery. So what are some things that we can do in any business? Number one, we can look at the types of waste that we have and we can compost a lot of um, in our homes as well as, and I, and I don't do this, I used to when I lived out in the country, uh, but <clears throat> a couple of years ago I moved into the city and there's I guess we do have a little place we could compost, so maybe I'll talk to the uh, 
people and we'll, we'll see about making that a habit, but I don't know that that will happen. We have dogs, so the dogs tend to be our compost, which is a form of reusing, recycling, right? It's like the letting the dogs eat the scraps. Okay, so composting. Number two, we wanna do an audit of our facility, of our business. <clears throat> now, if you work at home, that means you're gonna do an audit of your home, right? And you're gonna find both work and home, personal, so business and personal ways to uh, reduce, recycle, and reuse things. <clears throat> but the first thing we do is we look around ourselves, right? We audit our facility. We look at our environment and find what things could be cut out. We want to look at and reevaluate our packaging. Can we create less waste by redesigning our packaging? You know, in manufacturing, which is the, the majority of my love and background, packaging is a really big deal. But whenever we're designing new packaging, we look for ways to minimize the amount of resources that are required, not only from a cost standpoint, but from an environmental standpoint. What is the effect of this particular cute package going to have on wastes throughout the world? We want to take a bigger, more global look at the footprint we're leaving. And I know this sounds very green and very whatever, but it's a matter of common sense, right? <clears throat> uh, so if we can reduce packaging, we want to reduce packaging. Four, we want to eliminate uh, bottled water. <clears throat> now, I know you can, I, I can already hear people complaining, saying, well, I have to have bottled water. Well, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or whenever bottled water came into being, I don't know exactly when that was, but it hasn't been my entire lifetime. It hasn't even been half of my lifetime. <clears throat> trying to think if there was even much bottled water when my kids were little. We pretty much had to bring our own water in some kind of a container, a thermos or something. We didn't have bottled water, but I, and I should look, have looked up the statistics, but I believe that bottled water and plastic bottles, non-recyclable ones or ones that people just don't bother to recycle have a huge impact on the, the world and on our uh, environment in terms of the, the quantity of bottles that are wasted, that and pop and soft drinks. I would think beverages probably account for 80% of, of uh, plastic waste in the, in the world. I don't know for sure, but that seems like a probable statistic to me. So we want to see if we can eliminate bottled water. That's easy to do, right? You can get the recyclable services that come and deliver the giant waters to you, right? There's ways to find clean water. You can install water filters. Water filters will pay for themselves in a very short term. So try to get rid of bottled water. Um, <clears throat> give food waste to pigs. Now, this is one that we ended up turning into another stream of income for that big bakery I was talking about. We sold hundreds of thousands of pounds of food waste to a company that recycled and ground it all up. It was really interesting. I got to go through their facility that ground it up and turned it into animal feed, pigs primarily, but animal feed as well. So that's a viable option. So if you're in an industry at restaurants uh, and restaurants think, oh, it's not worth it. We just throw it in the dumpster. Well, you know what? It probably is worth it to compost or collect it and they'll come and get it from you if there's an if there's a recycling facility in your area for or a food manufacturing and animal food manufacturing facility in your area could also join forces with somebody a small manufacturer who wants to mean their own handmade gourmet animal feed right <clears throat> excuse me my throat's a little cloggy today six go paperless 
I will admit, <clears throat> I have gone pretty much paperless, although I still like my little notebooks and I keep little notebooks all the time. But as far as uh, everything else, I was one of those people that printed out everything in my computer, my emails, everything early on. And I learned that I didn't need all that, right? How the, the few times I went back and looked at things, it was just as easy to save it in electronic folders and go back and review it and then print it out if I needed it to give to someone or send to someone. And so it was a lot easier to go paperless. Now, what really helped me to go paperless was my vision went and I broke my, my latest computer, my latest printer. And when I was moving, I, my vision wasn't good enough for me to like fix it myself, move on. So I just decided that's when I went paperless. Uh, but you can go paperless on purpose and save tons of storage place, space in your organization, as well as uh, being able to easily back up things. You can put more on, I don't have one sitting here. Oh yeah, I do handy. One of these little fobs than you could in an entire room in the past. So go paperless. Seven, measure it. Find a way to measure if you are reducing waste or not in your organization. Um, eight, collect and um, e-waste every day. I, I guess e-waste meaning electronic waste and things that you don't need. Go through your email box. Go through things that take your time and energy because you're looking at them more than once and just eliminate that once a day. Get rid of it. It can also mean back up your stuff once a day, your electronic information. So when you're going paperless, you don't have to worry or have any doubt about whether things will be there or not when you need them. <clears throat> so I am curious, how do you optimize? And, and then the other way we want to think about this being under the knife is always be looking for ways, <clears throat> excuse me, to get your throat not cloggy, to optimize your communication channels and things because communication is a huge place where we lose waste. If we're not communicating effectively with one another, with our, with our team members and things, we are wasting time and energy and resources. And our greatest resources in any organization, in any business is people, right? Human beings. <clears throat> Even if you're a solopreneur or an, an entrepreneur and you're the only one in your business right now, your greatest resource is time money and energy. You are the greatest resource. And if you're wasting your time and energy on things that aren't optimized or dealing with waste and things that you don't have systems for, then that's a waste of resource. <clears throat> we should put it under the knife, get it under the knife, chop it out and make sure we're doing what's most efficient and effective for us and for our business. All right. That's our idiom for today. Under the knife. Have an awesome day. Any questions, comments, concerns, share those. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow for our final this time anyway, uh, physical related idiom and see how that ties to our business. Have a great day.